Welcome to the Mums King Matter podcast, where we explore the multifaceted experiences of women and mothers and why it's vital to truly look after ourselves. As mothers, we are doing one of the most important and challenging jobs, raising the next generation. I'm your host, Lucy. I'm the birth recovery coach, coach for mums, perinatal specialist, personal trainer, yoga teacher, and matrescence coach, working with women to make sense of their motherhood experience. It is my desire to help mums like you step into your power and rise as the change makers that we are. Just because society doesn't acknowledge the value of what mothers do, it doesn't mean we can't value ourselves. In my spare time, I love hanging out with my beautiful daughter, reading and writing poetry, long walks in nature, and a good soul-nourishing dance. I wonder if you are able to practice a little bit more reverence and gratitude and love for your body. Now hear me out here, please, because I know that this might turn people away very, very early on. If, potentially if you have any trouble accepting your body, which please know I did. I really did. I wanted to talk about real body reverence because in my time as a body worker, I have witnessed so many people with a real lack of reverence and respect and compassion and love for themselves and their body. And as I will often say, it is not my job to rush anyone's journey and make them be different. But I want to ask you, how do you feel about your body? Do you think it's amazing? Because in my opinion, I have such an appreciation of the body. My body, yes, but more the body. It is such an honor and a pleasure to work in the area of health and well-being. And I just am so amazed at how our gorgeous body tells us so, so much. In another episode, I will talk about my journey with my skin And that has been another journey in itself, learning about the body. But as a fitness professional and a yoga teacher and a coach, I witness all the time people who are quite disconnected from their body. And again, there is no judgment whatsoever and no pressure to be different. But if we can appreciate the vessel that houses our soul, if we can appreciate and understand our body a little bit more, I think it just goes an awfully long way. To connect with your body and perhaps practice a little bit more reverence, one of the things I invite you to do now, if you can, is to place one or both hands onto your centre. Could be your ribcage, could be your belly, could be your back. To connect with yourself... And when I first did this or when I have done this and when I still do this, I often feel quite moved because it's so powerful to connect with ourselves sometimes. To feel the movement of the breath, to feel that life force, to feel the heart beating. To know there are different processes going on beneath your hands 
that are so, so clever that keep you going. I also have great appreciation for the hands and I wonder if you can too or if you already do. When Matilda was a baby, I remember her looking at her hands and her fingers and wriggling them. And I think it's when she noticed that they were hers and that she was moving them. And it was lovely to watch. So I wonder if you can do the same now, kind of looking at your hands, looking at the structures, perhaps taking in the jewellery, taking in, in any scars, any lines, because the hands are so amazing. And the hands are amazing in what they do for us and for others. If you can think of the loving touch that you offer to people, if you put a hand on someone's shoulder to support them, or you put your hands on your child as you hug them, you know, these are huge. It's really significant. Our body is a powerful, wonderful thing. And then when you place your hands upon yourself, I often get my ask my yoga students to, to place their hands upon themselves, not just to listen to the breath and to feel that connection to the inhale and the exhale, but to tune into themselves, to listen in. When I place my hands upon myself, it's me tuning into my body, witnessing what may be some emotions coming up or some stirring because I'm listening in. My hands upon me, this gesture of listening in. And that's obvious really because if you notice when you might draw your hand to your heart, there's an instinct there. You draw your hand to your heart because you're touched about something. It's emotionally moved you. At the end of my yoga classes, and I use yoga in my fitness sessions as well to greater or lesser degree. Sometimes I will use a pose or a mudra. So the mudra, the hand position that we do at the end of class is called Anjali mudra. And you'll probably recognize it. It's the hands in prayer position. It's called Anjali mudra and it signifies reverence. And it could be reverence for the practice. It could be reverence for yourself, the journey of life, the journey of motherhood. Another way I often like to bring people back up to sitting is once they're back up to sit, I ask them to place their left hand on their heart and their right hand over the left hand and the right hand holds the left hand. And this could mean whatever you want, you're tuning into your heart or you're holding your own hand because it's so important to be there for yourself. As well as other people maybe being there for you, I think it's really vital that we have our own back. In my journey learning about the skin, I learned the importance of the liver. Ebony, the naturopathic nutritionist that I work with, said that my liver needed detoxing after all the stress I'd been through. It was nothing to do with alcohol. Liver and alcohol are kind of obviously compared, um, sort of thought about in the same way, same sentence, but it's nothing to do with drink. It's because the liver takes the brunt of stress. And with the stress of divorce and things that I'd been through, my skin was suffering and my liver needed detoxing. And there are so many gorgeous processes that happen in our body that I feel it would be just wonderful if we knew more about. It doesn't have to be just a body worker that has a poster of the anatomy and the body on their wall. If we were to know more about what happens beneath the skin and to our skin and on the surface of the body, I think it would be tremendously powerful. So I will speak from what I know. 
the feet are such amazing structures. Leonardo da Vinci said, the feet, the human foot is a masterpiece of engineering and a work of art. And I totally agree. I think the feet are amazing. If you think about it, of course, we stand on our feet. They hold us up. They have 26 bones and 33 joints. They are important structures, but they can be neglected. They can be squeezed into shoes that aren't comfortable. Some people don't like their feet. When I I put moisturiser on my feet every time I wash, and it feels so lovely to keep my feet soft and to keep them warm. In the winter months, I put a nice rich cream on to help keep my feet warm and prevent chillblains, and it feels like the most lovely act of self-care. I don't know about you, but... When my hands and feet aren't comfortable, it affects me. Do you say the same? Would you say the same? It can affect you when your feet aren't comfortable and when your hands aren't comfortable. Same goes for a lot of different parts, but I think the feet and the hands are our extremities and can really sort of spoil the equilibrium when they're not comfortable. So if you're not wearing the right shoes... Physically and emotionally, you're not going to feel super chilled. And then thinking about really your body from top to toe or toe to top, just I wonder if there's anywhere that you can send a little bit more love and acceptance. Because as Glennon Doyle so beautifully put it in one of her podcasts, it was along the lines of this. She said, I don't want to feel like a bunch of broken parts. Because particularly women, we can say, oh, I wish I had a better bum or I wish my arms were more toned. You know, of course, sometimes there is action we can take to improve things in inverted commas or make changes. But essentially, I doubt any of us want to feel like a sum of broken parts. So I wonder if you can walk around or be still or go about your day with a greater reverence, compassion, understanding and love for your frame. Perhaps acknowledging the pace of your breath. Perhaps moving in a wiser way where you know your body is going to be taken care of better. It could be holding your child in a way that is more comfortable Of course, our children need us in different ways and we can totally forget our form. But where you can, to know that your body matters too. If it helps you to perhaps do some self-massage or book a massage... I don't feel like I'm super indulgent, but sometimes when I ask other people how often they get a massage, they're like, oh, hardly ever. And I'm like, I go every couple of months because I know that my body gets really tight and the knock-on effect of that means that I feel stressed, even a small amount. And I don't want that to get worse. So of course, I'm not the one to say whether you have the money to invest in that, but Massage is something that I like. I know that I feel physically soothed and emotionally nourished because massage helps me. And as you go about your day or your exercise, 
And especially in yoga, I'll say this to my students, when we are handling our own body sort of in a spinal twist, you'll have one or both hands to your knee, for example. I invite you to hold your body with a gentle approach, with a loving approach. Because even sometimes I'll witness the way people handle their own body. And it's not a mark of them not being kind to themselves necessarily at all. It there's a certain intensity in the grip and I can see more muscles working than needs to. So biceps are switched on, forearms are tensed perhaps, I'm talking about the spinal twist. And if we can soften there, if we can have a calmer, more gentle, loving grip on our body, that can be a way to practice greater self-reverence. And of course, doesn't always have to be soft it doesn't always have to be loving we might need to give ourselves a bit of a kick up the bum but it doesn't mean to not have reverence and appreciation for what the body is telling us because the body is so beautifully complex all these clever systems to listen to to nourish to treat well to learn more about because the body is not a brain taxi It's a quote I heard a long time ago, and I don't know who said it, but I love it and I share it regularly. The body is not a brain taxi. Personally, I feel like we have to be connected to the body that we have. Because if we're not, we can suffer in different ways. And when we do connect to it, it pays off big time. We get to feel more beautiful human emotions, the whole array of emotions, because we are feeling beings, as Brene Brown says. We get to preempt if something is feeling a little bit out of whack, potentially preventing an injury. We get to listen to the body's instincts. Instead of simply gaslighting ourselves and overriding instincts and forcing and doing workouts when our body is not in the right state for it, potentially due to somewhere that you are at in your menstrual cycle, These are all simply suggestions to help you with a little bit more connection with your body, yourself. And here is a poem I would love to share with you. Because poetry means a lot to me. I write poetry. I read it a lot. And I've chosen specific poems for each episode, so I hope you enjoy them. A little word about the poem I'm about to share. So I read this poem called Welcome at my niece Freya's naming ceremony. And I just found it so beautiful. And when I have been quite down, quite depressed, I have remembered the words of the poem. And I just think it is so appropriate to think of this poem when we are fed up and we are sort of getting caught up in the inner workings of the mind and we can be reminded of the beauty of life with something like the beauty of nature or the feeling of the wind on our face or 
you know, any number of things. But please know I do not wish to gaslight you. I am super aware that depression is a very real thing and it is not always easy to snap out of it. Of course it isn't. But the words of the poem has really have really helped me. This is a poem called Welcome by Selena Denton. Welcome to sunlight. Welcome to the soft rain on your face. Welcome to the rush of the wind. Welcome to the hush of the sea. Welcome to much joy and a little sorrow. Welcome to birdsong. Welcome to music and laughter. Welcome to the leaves on the tree. Welcome to the miracle of words. Welcome to the whispering of rivers. Welcome to dreaming. Welcome to everything you can see and name. Welcome to your mother's care. Welcome to your father's smile. Welcome to the love of all here. Welcome to the world. Thank you for listening to the Mums King Matter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at The Birth Recovery Coach on social media or contact me via my website. The link is in the show notes. In the meantime, if you'd like to know more about my coaching offering, hop onto my website and book a free discovery call. Sending you love and peaceful wishes. Until next time, look after you.